Let's get bitchless. See, we actually do know what we're talking about. <laughs> I wore that f***ing tiara until like four in the morning. Shut up, Nathan. Oi. Hi, everybody. It's Deb D. Francesco. What's going on? Welcome to Bitchless Bride, the podcast. Yay! 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 I got carried. <laughs> but that was yay. so yay. That was like Valley Girl lame. <laughs> yay! I am a Valley Girl. Oh, I'm Jay Carey. Oh, I'm. <laughs> I was born in the Valley, actually. You were? Yeah. In I... uh, Encino. Oh, I did not California. know that. It's weird when I know. When I learn I new know. things about you. Yeah, but I, I'm a Bostonian. But You're a Bostonian just because this is your place. This is. Did you just <laughs> give it the finger? I know. I, oh. It was, I have to cut my nails. This is my it <laughs> looks like I'm giving the finger because I have talons like a big giant bird right now. And they're now. beautifully colored. Well, they're multicolored. They are. <laughs> and I broke some of them. I did a handstand at the gym. Oh and, and all of a sudden I heard. Oh, my God. I heard a crack and we're like, oh, oh was that in boxing? No, actually, I did another in, in boot camp. It was in my other, it was my other thing. So, but anyway, <laughs> wow, we love our hands. We've had stand. some sugar. We <laughs> okay, let's go. It's, let's keep going. It's, it's not cocaine. No, it's not cocaine. No, it's not it's the eighties. Pure, it's pure sugar chocolate and espresso powder. Oh, you're fucking kidding me. That's why they're so good. And chocolate. Yeah. Carrie brings brownies to recording sessions, and I think we've each had like three. Yeah. <laughs> and I skipped the gym today. It's Yay. fucked up. Yay. <laughs> so, Carrie Tabaski. <laughs> Hi. Where are all my kids? Jane. Yeah, I know. I know. Dave, Dave's slow today. <laughs> there. 47. Hey, <laughs> there. All 47. Nathan ditched us today. I'm, I'm not even, I'm, I'm better. Shut up, Nathan. <laughs> no, as I mentioned, we, uh, Nathan had to go do some business. <laughs> Whatever. I've been coughing lately. I feel like the It's pop. allergies. I, I know. can't Everyone, breathe. everyone. But I have to tell you who's in my studio today because I'm like so fucking excited I can hardly handle it. I have Marissa Roberts. Yay! Yay! <laughs> and Marissa is here. Wow, Dave. Hit the button. <laughs> um, she is here to talk about a few topics, both of which are super important as you go through your wedding planning and as you go through your life. Uh, Marissa will tell us a lot about what she does. She's an actress, a model, producer, director, self-love, all that fun stuff, which makes me so happy, but also self-love preacher and entertainment specialist. We met at Boston Magazine's Bubbly Brunch because she quite literally showed us her gorgeous ass. Um, she did. <laughs> she did. I swear. I, it was <laughs> the highlight of it. It was the highlight. Oh. It was the highlight of all our days. Um, well, she did the modeling for the live boudoir shoot happening at the event and sat with us for a few moments as we discussed the importance of loving yourself. Um, and while self love is super important, Marissa is a girl with many talents. Uh, she's a performing artist and creative entrepreneur. I wrote in my notes, I love that phrase. I did not write it, Marissa wrote it, but she's a creative entrepreneur. I love that term. Isn't that a great term? That's, a, That's amazing. She co founded what? She co founded yeah, She founded it. She founded it. She co founded Touch Events, a company that focuses on creating customized event entertainment. 
I've mentioned this on the podcast before Friday, and I'll say it again. People love to be entertained and surprised. So give the people what they want. And how cool would it be to put on a show at your wedding? And, and like I said, I've talked about it a gazillion times. Just do it. So let's get to it because I need to know everything about you. Go Marissa Ray! <laughs> oh, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Of course. I'm so excited to be here. It's weird not to see you in like a negligee. Boudoir. I know. Boudoir. Should I take my pants off? I no. <laughs> well, if you do, I will. We'll wait, I guess, <laughs> till the end. Uh, we'll see how we feel. Oh my god! But, um, but it was ama- truly. It's. It's. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for making the effort. Marissa's in from yes, New York, and yes. so happy to have you. Yeah. Well, um, I'm super excited to be here, and I'm really glad that we met yes. at that event. It was such a fabulous event, yes. and uh, I had a blast. So yeah, what was the question? I have to tell you oh. about myself. Wait, hold on. She asked if she should take her pants off. Can we go back to that? <laughs> have we cleared that Sorry. up? Sorry. No. No, no, no it's it. not. You missed. It's dude. not that kind of a podcast. Dave, are you like yeah. fucking late to the party today, or what? Hmm? What? <laughs> that no, was like ten I told ago. you, I can't. I know he, he can't see. Can't multitask. It's called a comedic callback, Deb. We'll talk oh, later. Sorry. Okay. sorry, but yes, I can't freaking see anything because uh, my this eye infection I had, so Ew. I'm blind. Yeah. So um, we're talking about his old. Well, and the one day we have, yeah, the one day beautiful. we have a model in the studio, and I can't. <laughs> see oh, the irony! Oh, the irony! Oh, that is the def- <laughs> All right, going back to Marissa. <laughs> right. Is that ironic? Yeah, yeah. Iron- yeah ironic. Yeah. That's the okay. isn't it, the isn't real. It, isn't it ironic? Yeah, Dave. Where's the ironic. music? Seriously, isn't where's, it ironic? Where's Alanis? He's like, I'm working right. on it. Okay, but Marissa. Every song at uh, the, with, with like three seconds notice. Yes, yes. you're that yes. good. <laughs> Wait, it, it's, it's right here. Well, it's now. like rain. And oh. All right, all okay, right. We're going to need to let's... edit this one. Okay. <laughs> all right, Marissa, two cents, two of your background. So I want to yeah. know kind of like where you started to, I mean, you, you do a couple, uh, you have like three or four great careers. Which yeah. Is like, I, I wear all the hats. That's amazing. Um, I love it. <laughs> thank you. It makes for a very fun and interesting life. So basically I started out being a performer. Yeah. Um, I moved to Boston, got my master's of fine arts in nice. theater from Boston Conservatory. Wow. That's and amazing. Yeah. It was, it was a great time. And while I was there, I met um, my current collaborator and the other co-founder um, who is named Elizabeth McGuire, Lizzie McGuire for short. Yes, nice. that's her real name. <laughs> and um, basically we created Touch together. And so when we were creating Touch, it was actually focused mainly on creating immersive experiences and performances. Wow. And so we developed a bunch of different shows, but the most well-known show in the Boston area is called Acoustica Electronica. Ooh. Um, it's a blend of classical and electronic dance music with all different types of um, music and dancing and circus arts and everything's wow. kind of circus a circus arts. Yep. <gasps> Aerialist, um, yes. all different types of things. Basically, this whole show is happening around you. And so we perform at the American Repertory Theaters Oberon frequently. We're also in New York at this place called House of Yes. And um, yeah, we we kind of tour everywhere and and do that show. And through that experience, we started getting a lot of requests to create event entertainment. (gasps) And so um, it all started out doing some galas and fundraisers. So we were working with clients like the Boston Lyric Opera, Boston Symphony Orchestra, the Women's and Infants Hospital. Wow. Island. Um, and then now we have worked with clients like the Trevor Project, um, very important organization, yes. especially for Pride Month right now. Yes. And, yes. Um, 
Breast Cancer Research Foundation. And then we've opened for people like Tony Bennett, Elton John. <gasps> um, we've had an array of experiences. And we will basically create anything you want. Um, and so we are all about customized entertainment. And so that's what really brought us to weddings because yep. people want their weddings to be special and unique. And people are really interested in having their weddings stand out more than any of their friends. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Which, you know, it's totally cool to feel that way. And so um, one of my favorite weddings that we've done, uh, well, I guess I can talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. But, no, uh, go for it takes you. Okay. Well, anyways, one of my favorite weddings that we have done it was a 1920s Great <gasps> Gatsby theme. So I'll go a little bit more into that. But basically, um, through this journey, I have, uh, you know, been a performer and a model as well on television, on stage. But I'm always loving creating experiences. That's amazing. For people to feel and um enjoy their environment. So that's kind of where my life has taken Oh, but me. how fun is that? Oh yeah. my God, you, you, you're literally creating the environment. And it's so funny because we were talking a little bit before the show, and this is something that I think is so not undervalued. It's just underused maybe, for lack of a better word. Like, like we, we, you know, I think about entertainment and, you know, as a bride or groom or whomever you are, you and your sig other are working hard to procure a band or a DJ. You really want your guests to walk away, like you said, and say, oh, my God, that was the best wedding ever. But you you're not doing anything super special or super different. And so, you know, when I I've done quite a few Indian weddings and when we've had like Bangra dancers or dole players, which is like an awesome drum player, and they literally take the stage, it really just gets the energy going through your like for your guests and for your wedding and people do walk away going, "Oh my god, you know what? That was such a fun wedding." But they will talk about the entertainment for years. I mean, people still there's mm-hmm. one in particular where I had like people dress up. I, I did this like amazing amazing wedding they brought in people from New York and it was like acrobatics and it was like 20, 30 minutes. It was, it was, it was just the coolest thing I've ever seen, but it's also something where I feel like so often gets, you know, overlooked, I guess is the best word. I think it all depends on the couple's priorities and a lot of it is tradition. And so in Indian culture, it makes sense that that would be a part of a wedding because that is more a part of the tradition to celebrate in that way. Um, But a lot of other weddings that don't have um, those traditions, they just don't think about it. Or maybe they think, oh God, it's going to cost me way too much money to have something like this, or I don't even know how to approach it. Sure. And so- what do um, I Google? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do I Google? Where and and uh, our company is being featured on the Knot now. Um, awesome. So that's exciting. Both in Boston and New York, we're a bi city company, and um, basically, I think it's just really exciting to see people who want to do something different. Yes, and who. Um, either whether you have like this creative idea of what exactly you want or you just know you want something that's a little bit different to be able to collaborate with a couple and make their dream wedding happen. That is so um, It's really cool that my job is like to make your dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> no biggie. Yes. I'm just going to make your job come true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your dream. What? God. <laughs> Well, they make my job come true. And your job. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I've redeemed myself. What? <laughs> it's another podcast. <laughs> so, I mean, as far as the entertainment goes, um, what, like, not even about money, like, what is a, 
uh, what kind of budget? I mean, like you said, you mentioned that some people might think it's out of their budget or it's too expensive or they just hadn't thought about it. Like what? I know you can't like I'm no one's going to hold you to this number, but what kind of money are we talking about? Well, I think. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, no, no. I think that. Um, what we do is we really want to learn about what the couple's looking for and then cater our services to what they want. And so everything that we do is very scalable. Nice. And we offer things from um, bringing... A, a string quartet or a band or a DJ to your wedding so we can offer that type of entertainment. Sure. We also offer everything from dancers, cabaret singers, yes. um, little sorts of uh, interactive event experiences like a love poem writer or having a sparkle station because people just want to get glittered up (gasps) shut the fuck up yeah that's so you you didn't bring it to the studio I know I mean (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have it in my suitcase otherwise Did you know that I, Deborah D. Francesco, host and founder of Bitchless Bride, do a lot more than just podcasting? I'm a wedding planner, coach, and consultant. I consult with brides all over the country about getting started planning their weddings. Some brides have already envisioned what they want their wedding to be, but could use a little clarity and advice. Others are excited to get married, but feel completely overwhelmed and stuck doing something they're not prepared to do. That's where I come in. I'll help those of you struggling to find your wedding planning center or even just the starting line. If you need a little help, guidance, and a gentle push in the right direction, simply head to bitchlessbride.com, click on Bridal Consulting, and select the coaching session that's best for you. Help is a click or two away. Come on, Bridie, let's chat. Again, that's bitchlessbride.com, Bridal Consulting, and voila, your wedding planning made simple. She's a um, a management company yes. for entertainment. In some ways, yes, because we do hire um, bands, DJs, or people who have their own acts. And then nice. in other ways, we are creating um, the entertainment itself. And so we are the company, or we are the choreographers. We are the directors. Ooh. So not only are we working with the client and the couple to create what they want, but we are specifically directing, choreographing in rehearsals, costume designing. Work. Wow. Like I have made wigs for <laughs> events. Um, so we have our hand in every single element of these uh, performances oh uh, for the experience. And I think that's also what makes us a little bit different because it's not uh, what you would call like a plug and play. Yeah. Um, it's all customized. You know, no two events are the same because no two clients are. So we really want to make something special for the client. Oh, my God. I love that. Yeah. You started to mention that you did a 1920s wedding. Yes. I want to know everything about it. Carrie, can you pull that up on their website? And we'll tell you this at the end of the show. But uh, if you're looking, you can go to touchevents.co.co, people. So... They did this 1920s-themed wedding, and Marissa, I need you to tell me everything about this, because if you go online, you guys, I am freaking the fuck out. So this was a really fun wedding, and actually, we got a note from the bride saying that all of her guests were like, this was the best wedding I've ever attended. <laughs> that is the best. Um, and it was it was very epic. Um, so it took place in New York. It was a 
1920s themed wedding slash great Gatsby. We started out by having a lot of creative meetings with the bride and the groom. She had some pretty specific visions for what she was interested in. And she brought in a lot of photographs and different music inspiration and everything like that. And from there, we end up creating things like um, a (laughs) Pinterest board for her to look at, mock-ups of costume designs, everything like that. So for this wedding, we ultimately decided to create music design and um, we had performances by a string quartet, which was during the ceremony. Um, In addition to that, we also had our um, themed dancers act as ushers. So when guests were entering, um, they didn't, the couple didn't have to worry about asking friends or family to do anything. Yeah. (laughs) We, we took care of that and we directed our performers to escort everyone into their seats. Um, And they were all dressed in 1920s dresses, (gasps) had fabulous hair and makeup done. So we worked with a costume designer specifically for that to craft these outfits. Um, We also had an original choreographed performance that was uh, specifically right after the bride and groom did their first dance. It was to kick up the energy. Well, all eyes are on the bride and groom anyway, so that's perfect timing. Yeah, so the bride and groom finished this like really special moment, and then the bride was like, I really want to craft something that's going to get the energy up so people know that our they weren't even calling it like a reception. Our after party party is starting. So so we had this awesome 1920s dance with um, big feathered fans (gasps) and uh, it had four women and two men in the dance and it was just really, really fun. Oh my God, those Um, costumes. We're looking at the pictures from the wedding. Did you make those costumes? We had a costume designer (laughs) specifically for this, yeah. Um, So... And you can see everyone in the background. It's it's immersive in that way That's where so cool. everyone is surrounding what is happening. They're involved. You can see on their the smile on their faces because they're so excited about it, um, which is really great. So it kicked off the after party. And then um, between the reception and the ceremony, the, the couple wanted to have a cocktail hour. They went to go take their photos sure. during that time. And so during the cocktail hour, we had a pianist and a cabaret singer. Oh. And we also had a, um, in true 1920s fashion, we had an absinthe demonstration. Oh so God. one of our performers is fluent in French <gasps> and she did an absinthe demonstration in French and she went around. So it was like a small group performance. Oh she God. would cater it to about like four to five people people right. and do this demonstration and then they would each have the absinthe um, as like a toast oh my to the couple. Goodness. So that was really cool. And then we also provided the DJ for the after party. Oh, so fun. we had a huge range. Yes. So something like that could cost you know several thousands sure. of dollars. You sure. know anywhere from depending on what you're looking for anywhere from like ten to fifteen thousand dollars. Sure. Um, and if then if there's including travel and different things like that Cover the travel. you have travel. But if you are only looking for one to two small things just to add like that extra flair, extra flair, exactly. You know, that could be anywhere from like 1500 to 2000, you know, under 5000. I was going to say, like, you don't have to have somebody, you don't have to have a costume designer design, but like, what if you did have 
you know, those dancers in the middle of the wedding. Again, just to bring up the energy level right after the first dance, just to get your guests excited and something that they're going to be talking about. They talk about everything at that wedding, obviously. Absolutely. But people would also talk about, you know, a 15-minute amazing, amazing dance-a-thon, essentially, and whatever mm -hmm. theme in 1920s, 1960s, I mean, whatever it is, or just a choreographed dance that is captivating almost definitely and I think what sets us apart from other event entertainment is that we are trained in theater and dance <laughs> like our performers are on Broadway they are you know touring the country in specific shows that are you know really incredible we've worked with anyone from you know Hello Dolly to wow. uh, to Cirque du Soleil and basically that gives a level of professionalism and you're not just getting like your typical <laughs> event <a> entertainment. <laughs> like we call, we create events that don't suck. So basically, is that your tagline? Uh, yeah. We hashtag events, events that don't, don't suck. suck. <laughs> um, so that's really, really important too. And also I think coming from the theater world, yep. Basically, planning a wedding and running a wedding is like running a, a show. show. A million so percent. So we have stage managers uh, slash like event managers who yep. will be at the wedding Ooh, who will work with your planner question. so that you don't have to worry about corralling these performers nice. or anything like that. Okay. You know, it, it's like we're putting on a show. So the professionalism <sighs> is there. Um, so that's that's really exciting that's for us huge. too because we get to do what we love in an awesome environment. Oh. Oh, I love That's that. Awesome. Wow. Oh my God. See, that makes me, that just makes me so happy. And it's funny because when I first met you, you had also talked a lot about like self-love. And now listening to you talk about your company, I mean, I, I am like, I like I don't <laughs> who knew. Who knew? Not that we wouldn't no, expect no, no. that from you, but no, I didn't. And when we when we were going back and forth about having Marissa on the show, she said, listen, like, I'm happy to talk about self-love, but there's this other thing that we do that's amazing. And I said, oh, my God, I, I, I have preached about that because I think entertaining your guests and doing something different. I mean, you won't meet a bride or a groom or a groom and groom or whomever. Whoever you are, they want something different. Absolutely. So every bride will come in and be like, you know, as a planner, they come to me, what's important to you, all that fun stuff. But then they say, I just want my wedding to be different. It's like, well, everything's kind of been done. So what's going to be different to you? If you're 1920s affectionados, you know, then then do that. Then have the, then, then invest in it because it is something that, you know, will absolutely be memorable. Absolutely. And, and bring up the energy. And I think sometimes, you know, people dread going to weddings because it feels, especially at a certain point in your life when you're going to several of them in one year and it's expensive and it's, it's kind of like a step and repeat and you're doing the same thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. Whereas, wow, wouldn't that be great if there was some cool entertainment and there was something to look forward to, like a little bit of a surprise. Most definitely. And I think what's really interesting about weddings right now, because so many people are, you know, we're, we're in this phase where it's like some people are still going with the traditions mm -hmm. of like, I meet someone, I'm getting married, I'm settling down. And then there are a lot of people who aren't getting married anymore. Nope. And I think it kind of means that you need to do what's right for you. Oh, sure. And you need, if you're spending this money, like you need to have the wedding that you want yes. to have. Yes. You know, I appreciate that like <laughs> family members may be giving you money to put this wedding on, but like 
weddings cost a lot of money. <laughs> you need to do what you want, what, uh, not what your parents want. Not, I mean, so, maybe to some extent, but like sure. I'm more rebellious and my parents, you know, <laughs> they like, know that and love that about you. Yeah. I like I went to college as a business major and then I transferred, or I, then I uh, changed my major to theater and I didn't tell them. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. <laughs> Oops. Did I Oops. neglect to mention but something? But guess what? Guess I have what? a company. Ta-da! I'm successful. No, no pun. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Both my parents are entrepreneurs, so I kind of just follow that. Um, that but that's that so lifestyle. important. But and yeah. you touched on something so often. You know, I always say to the brides, filter out the noise. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just wrote an article. I actually wrote an article for Betcha's Weddings. And awesome. they, they, yeah, it was cool. They, but it, I actually, the, the original title was how to give zero fucks while planning your wedding. They changed it how to like not go insane, but they kept all my contents the same. So they just changed the title. But a lot of it was like filter out the noise, get, stop apologizing. Mm-hmm. Like we're in this world now too, where, where we're constantly apologizing. We're constantly, things are not our own anymore. Like, can we hone back in? Like what's important to us, you know? Definitely. And, and that kind of brings us back to self-love. I mean, I think that there's no way you could have started this company or, or like rebelled against your parents if you didn't have some (laughs) modicum of self-love, you know? Yeah. And it's something I think as women mostly we have a problem with. You know, we're always going to look in the mirror. We're always going to say like something's off or my arms are fat or blah, Mm -hmm. blah. Like I'm so, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. I don't treat my friends that way. I don't like look at my friends no matter how much they weigh or I don't, I don't base my friendship on that. Why am I, like would I ever say what I would say to myself to my friends? (laughs) Like, no. Right. I'm 100% with you. And, you know, I was actually talking to a really good friend of mine once about, um, you know, how do I write a cover letter? How do I interview for a job? Or how do I ask for a raise, you know, in a different situation? Sure. And she was like, you need to talk about yourself the way your best friend would talk about you. Ooh, that's very good advice. And I think that's the same sort of thing with how you treat yourself. Um, Actually, in the process of this, because you had asked me to, like, talk about my self-love and my you know, my process, I was kind of pulling some of the, the quotes and the things that yes. I, that have really been, um, like resonated with you. Yeah. And good for me. And, and I think if one of them is, if you realize how powerful your thoughts are, you would never think a negative thought. Ooh, that one will stay with you. And another one, which is by one of my favorite writers and artists, her name's Cleo Wade. She has a book called Heart Talk. Oh. And it's uh it's just like poetry for the soul and I just leave <laughs> it by my bedside and every time I need to give myself a little hug it sounds cheesy but I read it. And she has one that says Dear Body. Everyone told me not to love you, including myself. Oh. Still, I try. You're one and only me. Oh my god. And um I think you know this process of self-love is I mean, it's exactly that. It's a process. process. Every single day. I mean, it's it's a struggle. I looked at myself in the morning, or I looked at myself in the mirror this morning, and you know, I'm, I'm. I think part of it is because of the way society is and the way I grew up, and the other part of it is uh, the business that I'm in, being a performing arts professional, acting and modeling, and constantly feeling like I'm comparing myself. Yes. To different things, and I have to fit a mold. And um, I'm just really trying to liberate myself from yeah. that mold yeah. and trying to 
love the things that I hate on a little bit more, but it's, it's a process. I mean, I can tell you right now, I think my nose is too big and <gasps> I think, yeah. Okay. I'm sitting here like the whole time <laughs> thinking like, how stunning you me are, too. but you know who helps me love my nose? Lady Gaga. Oh, Lady Gaga. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Have you seen my nose? Yeah. Uh-huh. You bitches exactly. are... Exactly. No. And I look at you and go, you guys are fucking She's nuts. Right? Like... Well, I was about to say, Deb, this is the portion of the program where you say to <laughs> Marissa, you looked at your yourself in the mirror this morning and and delivered some critiques. Get the fuck out. Get that's the fuck just, out of my studio. Come on, there we go. Get well, the fuck I out. I think that's no, the thing. Is that we are we are so not nice to ourselves. It sounds oh. ridiculous, but we are our own worst critics. We are not nice to ourselves. No. Um, and the things that we point out in ourselves, you know, we don't point out in other people, and we aren't harsh on other people for that. And you know, it's not about the size of your nose your breasts, if your thighs go touch. Go on, go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. But it is about your heart, yeah. your mind, how giving you are. Um, you know, guys, I think she's right. Her nose is a little weird. <gasps> I will punch him in the face. Like, we're gonna, and then I'm I'll punch sorry. him in the face. We're going to fuck up his nose. Rude. Okay. But anyway, that was rude. don't sorry. listen go to him. It's, it's okay. He's going to edit okay. that out. No, it's fine. <laughs> no promises. It's okay. I know he just can't really see right now. No. <laughs> so, no, no, it's she that did. left eye or right eye or whatever. Yeah, both right eyes. I'll fix that other eye. Too. Yes. <laughs> I'll be right behind you. Yeah, I'll hold his arms back. Yeah. I, just, I think it's <laughs> girl power. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dear God, I was don't fuck with kidding. us, Dave. Really, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's all a process. Yes. But I felt so much um, empowerment yeah. for myself the day of the boudoir shoot, yes. and the process leading up to that was really interesting because Laura asked me, and I was immediately like, "Yes, this is awesome. I would love to do it." And then I was like. Fuck. <laughs> I have to be kind of naked in front of a lot of people. Okay. So then, you know, I'm I'm thinking in my head, well, I can work out this much and I can I'm I'm going to diet and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Yep. And then I'm just like that's not realistic. That's like not, this no. thing is in a right. month. Yeah. Any kind of you know, I'm not I don't not like crazy Crash, diets. No. I don't like any of that stuff. I'm just all about the eat what makes you feel good, eat 80% what you should eat, 20% what you want to eat. And, <laughs> like um, three brownies. Yeah, yeah that's your 20%. That's it. <laughs> for the, for and, the week. <laughs> um, and so, you know, it was, it was kind of hectic. And then I thought to myself, well, you know, there, what, what should I do to make this, this work for me? And I was really honest with Laura and I was like what are the styles sure. that they're going to fit me in what are the things that are going to be flattering on my body of course um, that are going to make me feel comfortable and so I had a, a fitting at um, La Perla nice and I really did I meditated before it um, because I was so nervous mm. yeah to I bet to you go were. in there and especially because La Perla is known for fitting Italian models they were asking me my sizes <gasps> and like I have a friend who's actually like a lingerie model and I'm like what size would I be like uh, what is this and she's like well their stuff runs pretty small oh so no insult to injury well and she didn't 
she's like, just know that that's not you. Just know that that's just the way they size things yeah. out. Yeah. And it's, and you know, Which even fuck be- them for doing that. Sorry, right. But- I know. But it's like a European thing, I yeah. guess. But it's important to know going in there that, you know, you have to be com- comfortable and confident and you have to ultimately be in charge of your body. Sure. And so and your mind and my mind. And there were so many things that day during this, um, during that fitting that like they wanted to fit me in lower cut things that showed more of my stomach. And I was just like, I will try it on for you. Yeah. But this is not what I agreed to. And it's not really what I feel comfortable in. And right. I think when it comes down to that type of um, issue, it's important to speak up. Yeah. Oh, um, absolutely. Because I wasn't going to feel comfortable. And we ultimately were able to decide on a bunch of looks that I, was I loved. Say, and, you, and you rocked it. And, yeah. And that I, I loved. It was very apparent that you felt comfortable. So yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad that you were able to have that like kind of come to Jesus moment with yourself yeah. where you walk and you're like, you know what? This could be a time where I'm going to rip myself to shreds, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And you and I'm glad your friend warned you because, you know, I, I wrote an article about how I tried on a wedding dress for, uh, you know, an event that I wanted to go do in a wedding dress. Mm-hmm. And I, like, almost had a breakdown in the in the uh, fitting room because it was it's like I hadn't mentally prepared myself. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Oh, the sizes are super fucked up. Oh, wait, I couldn't even get my toe into something. Right. Oh, you know, and I'm in this in the the sizes versus what what I see myself or when yeah. I am in jeans is totally different. We always see ourselves differently than, than others. Yeah. See us. yeah. I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> Unfortunate. You know? Can I it just is. add, if you allow me to redeem myself? We're not sure. So that day, that, no, but that day, I, I everything you're saying is, I, I know I tease, but makes perfect and total sense. Men do it too, maybe not as much, but that day, it, you look beautiful. You did. Thank I'm you. a I'm a male, so I don't mind looking at a beautiful woman in lingerie. But but <laughs> but what was most striking is is how much confidence you were walking around with. That, you and, showed and us your ass, <laughs> and like and you're like, ooh, let your see bare it. ass. It was yeah. and it was a nice ass. Well, the thing is, it I'm was. also a performer. That's so yeah. part of my personality. <laughs> yeah. I'm very much I a ham. It. So yes. so there's that. But you're yes, in good the, company. The confidence. <laughs> I Sorry, so. Dave. I didn't mean to interrupt you. But the con- the confidence was definitely there and I and you know as well it, it should be it helped that I I got a little tan because I was like <laughs> yeah, I'm I need pasty as fuck <laughs> <laughs> no one needs to see my white ass they no, can see a tan they ass. can see a tan ass uh, what did you do for yeah. the tan just out of curiosity um, I did a spray tan for the oh, first did. time and I definitely recommend like any brides like go get a trial like try first tan. make sure it's a good yeah. place like the make right sure color good place oh my god there were a couple issues because <laughs> that was like talk about adding insult to injury so like I got the tan done and she's I'm ba- I'm butt ass naked in this booth and she's spraying me giving me a tan and I have um, I have pretty big thighs like I call myself captain of what the quad squad and because I'm muscular yeah. but the top of my thighs were touching <gasps> part of uh, my bikini area with the way I was standing. Uh. And there was a weird white mark. And she's like, oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> and I'm like, this is a problem. Can you uh, you're not fix just going to be wearing it. And then yeah. so she tried to fix it. But then she's like, if oh I keep God. adding more. It's like the it's Friends episode You're just going to have a really dark vagina. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, you know, you can change things up. 
so yeah, it was interesting. Oh <laughs> but I was kind of freaking out in my mind. Yeah. But the minute that I took a shower, like eight hours afterwards, I, like, oh, I realized scrub. it was the bronzer that they uh, add into the solution. That yeah. So that was good to know. But um, it was definitely <laughs> there was definitely a, a scare. <laughs> you know, uh, there's nothing me. like a dark vagina. <laughs> Black vaginas it. matter. Okay. I was gonna say, <laughs> oh god, I love a dark vagina. Yeah. I mean, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I got a spray tan once, and I I showered immediately. I could not wait to get it off me because it was so orange, and I had like the orange between my hand. Like it was oh. awful. Yeah, it was awful. it's like you rubbed it in yourself. Well, what's so I think they've improved. It's not. Yeah. It, it, it was just like yeah. three years ago. Oh, you went to a shitty it, place. It has improved, <laughs> but I do think I did not go to the best place because upon talking to friends they were like they didn't give you like a cap for your hair I had just gotten my hair colored (gasps) and I I still have (gasps) a little orange spot on my head and I'm like I just paid 300 fucking dollars oh this like beautiful full head of highlights oh my (laughs) god I have some orange on my head (laughs) so do your research go to a place Look at trust. people yes. <laughs> with your skin tone. Well, it's like any other wedding vendor too. It is. And and try it a month before your wedding, yes, guys, so absolutely. that there's time. Like absolutely. I always say, and don't get waxed the week leading up and don't like yeah. there's certain things that you have there to do. There needs to be like, you know, the shit people don't tell you about handbooks. <laughs> yes. We should actually do that as it's another this episode. Podcast. Yeah, it's called yeah. this podcast. The shit people don't I tell love you. The shit people don't tell you. Well, yeah, I oh my love God. that. Marissa, you are amazing on yes. so many levels. We'll have Thank you back next season because you're so fun and I feel like there's so much more to talk about I truly do Um, but I cannot tell you how thank you I know you're New York based and being here is like one thing I want to say not to deter people because I I live in New York but it's a bi-city company so so I lived in Boston for eight years oh so you know and so I'm here for work all the time perfect so Boston brideys get in touch let's make your dream a wedding happen (gasps) with tons of event entertainment event and also heart to hearts about self love. I was going to say in heart yes. to hearts, you're gonna fucking feel good working <laughs> yeah. with Marissa. I mean, oh, that is just the amazing. bottom line. Yeah. Um, so touchevents.co people, go read about it. Go look at all the gorgeous pictures. Their website's like amazing. It's just a fun place to play, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for being thank here. You. Thank you, Carrie and Dave. Thank you. Uh, you can sorry, find- Nathan. You uh, sorry, out. Nathan. You totally missed out. You can find me at bitchlessbride.com. All the socials are at bitchlessbride. Write to me. Hello Subscribe. at bitchlessbride. Subscribe. Give me five. Thank you for all the reviews. Please keep them coming. And that's all I got, peeps. Thank you. Thank you. Woohoo! Woohoo! What? Yep, but it, but it. Dave, cut that one out, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs>